<laughs> you know, Yo. I've been I've been really you know, trying to get these Yo, gears we told turning. You to stop trying to take and... over this podcast, man. Stop. Oh, wait, it's not mine. No, we told. Well, that's why we had Austin muted last time so he wouldn't hear you He's talking about. <laughs> this is how you run a podcast. Oh, bro, you just shit. mad? You my, just my mad because I hit a hundred houses in like in an hour, bro. Joe said you handed out one and turned around and was like, "Woo!" That bitch was dripping sweat, boy. He was like, "Yeah, I'm done." He said, "He said there's some there's some more houses down the road if you want to hit them when you're done." I was like, "What the fuck?" Bro, it felt like a hundred houses though. Joe said he left like five door hangers, and Joe said, "How many houses did you do?" And Austin said, "I don't know, like a hundred, about a hundred. Like, what? <laughs> it's quick math. You did like five <laughs> math statistics. And then I thought I saw what? you throw the rest of them in the gutter, bro. <laughs> uh, I seen I seen you hit two houses this weekend, man. Three, but I didn't post Dang, the third. Bro, one. Why? Well, it wasn't a house. It was more of a driveway and a uh, little oh, okay. patio. Yeah. What? 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 What well, business? Like what? What? Bro. What business are you doing? What business what? are you doing? Power washing. Yeah, house washing. Dang, bro, how's that? How's that? Uh, what's the process on that? Like, what? What? Can, what do I? What? What do I need to look out for for my house? No, uh, just pretty much just green algae and stuff that's growing on your house. Dirty concrete stuff like that. Black streets on your roof. Dirty gutters, whatever. Yeah. Exterior, yeah. exterior cleaning, pretty yeah, much. bro. You don't know shit about this business, this line of work. See, what we do. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with HVAC, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I L squat all the way up to the door, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually like to see that. <laughs> well, I kind of L squat all the way to their house when I'm sitting in the car driving. It's look, kind of an look, L. The people who stand at their door. Oh, honey, look, the guy's paraplegic and he lost his <laughs> <laughs> We got to give him the job. Thank, <laughs> oh, bro. What have you guys been up to? Not too much, bro. Just dreaming about you, Thanks, bro. man. Because you're like a winner. Yeah. You're a winner, Yo. bro. And I want to grow up to be just like Bro, you. I'm trying to work so hard so you guys don't have to work anymore. I appreciate I that, yeah. bro. I appreciate yeah. that. So what, what, seriously, though, what, what is going to be the topic of conversation? Here? Uh, we're just, there yeah, there, no there's topic. no topic. Yeah, there's no, there's no topic. So, in other words, it's not a Contact. podcast. It's just a fucking telephone call. Bro, bro, this is yo. Know, don't, don't, don't. Content, first off, don't disrespect uh, my podcast. Whoa! Second of, Whoa. Se- second of all, man, gloves second, are coming off. Second I'm getting of out all, of here. Second, off. second of all, your Damn. hair, your hair, bro, is whack. <laughs> your hair game is whack, me? bro. Me, I'm tight as fuck. I'm tight. <laughs> Okay. Uh, How's Cam doing, man? How's the baseball thing going on? Uh, hey, cool, cool, cool story, bro. He stopped. He's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was throwing something away, man. I said, how's Cam doing with the baseball? 
This man on a podcast, he's he out painting uh, his house and shit. Back to really well. the carpet. They're playing uh, ball ball. They just won their second game out of three games. This Yo, season. did he did he make it into the major leagues yet? Uh, yeah. They bro, were he's there. signing. He's, he's, like, he's pretty much like a fucking GM yeah. now, bro. Um, showcase coach was there, you know, talking him up. Well, um, so what a showcase does, uh, the showcase coach, I mean, uh, what they do is, is they coordinate and schedule these, these meetings, um, without the person knowing, um, that they're being watched and critiqued as they're playing on by these different colleges. We had, uh, we had Alabama out there today. Um, we had South Carolina out there today. Uh, we had uh, Vanderbilt, which is probably the best college you want to send your kid to as far as the baseball program goes. Um, Vandy is, is a very, very respected uh, mill, I guess you would want to call it. They produce baseball players, um, and Cam was at the top of their list. So let me ask you a question they know a Johnny Hopkins because I used to smoke pot with Johnny Hopkins. They know him. Um, we used to blaze that shit every day. He was stoned. Um, okay, that makes sense. So they left him there. And they, they came back like a week later and he was still standing there. He was there. still there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still there. <laughs> well, no, Chris, I, I asked because my uh, co-worker's son, he's, he's in the same league as your son. Like for you know, he's just playing baseball, but he's going against. He's going up against like uh, I guess minor league, like like. Uh, but like, who has like a? That's what they're in now. Well, they're in my, that's what I don't. They call I don't it. They're not actually playing. At well, all. no, no. Well, they have like uh, they have all these kids around the world, and they're all in one team, and then they they're playing against them. I don't know if, if you know anything. I don't know how to describe it. A team from all around the world. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, different – they pick, like, the best uh... – yeah, That's the Little League World Series, bro. Right? The Little League <laughs> Playoff or some shit. That, that didn't happen this year. That's over uh, the summer. Oh, uh, fuck <laughs> that. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I took a shot is. in the that's, dark. That's um, people that draw 300,000 <laughs> to let their kids play baseball. Well, all, all uh, bottom line is if Cam makes it, bro – just, just, I gotta remind him again when I see him that I always had his back <laughs> and I was always with yeah, him through I mean, the training. I would like to have like a guy that you know that's into like like training, calisthenics. Yeah. Training. I don't know if you guys know any of them guys that are any good. I, I've seen a guy on this Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. he's not. Like, he's struggling whack, all the time to take a shit. <laughs> 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 I reached out to that guy, and he was kind of ignorant and rude, and was like, right. "Yeah, but uh, you're gonna have to pay a nigga." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <that's>, uh... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you guys run across any good uh, uh, personal trainers out there, just go ahead and slide them my. Oh wait, well, I think I know a guy. Oh, no, I think we might be talking about the same guy, actually. Never mind. Nah, bro. I, I don't think you are, bro. No? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I am? Hey, yo, okay, just trying to bully quick. into it. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to bully me into it. Nah, I'm... I'm... So, um... Yeah, Austin, man. Why do you want to be a police officer? Bro, why you got to put me on the spot like that? Yeah, come on. Gotta... Put me on the spot, player. 
So we're all involved with so this house I'm, I'm concerned <laughs> the world is right now. Dude, the the, the world the world is these criminals these criminals can can sniff out a green bro. First of all, well, he's white, so he's yeah. good. I have okay. leverage, bro. <laughs> okay. I got leverage. Yeah, you, know, you, have, you don't have leverage. You have leverage. Yeah, he said I got leverage, bro. <laughs> I know a guy. You know a guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, seriously, yeah, yeah. seriously. I'm the interviewer. Go ahead, man. Why do you want to be a police officer, and why do you want to be a police officer in Baltimore County? Baltimore County. Yeah, Baltimore County is better than Baltimore City. Because of yeah, the benefits and stuff. Rough. Yeah, but it's, it's just as rough. <laughs> that's the job, man. That's the job. No, you're a cop out here. You're not seeing what these cops are dealing with in Baltimore County. If you're in Catonsville, you're not dealing with the stuff that the cops are going to have to deal with in Essex. It's a different neighborhood, different kind of people, different kind of problems, different kind of lifestyle. Um, uh, Catonsville's medium income is probably I want to say 80,000 and up um, you know people you know so they, they have decent jobs people that live in Essex is probably 30,000 and below so you have a different kind of people you're going to deal with now I know you just tried to circle the question I asked you and we're not here to talk about that just yet but my question to you is young man yep. why do you want to be Oh, just thought. like everybody else. Um, no, no, no. I want to know why you get... to be a police officer. Yeah, yo, bitch, I'm slapping the fuck out you. Interrupting nah, I mean, again. it's just, you know, when you're a kid, you always, I just always had this thing, you know, in the back of my head, like, damn, man, I just, you know, the always being in a cop car and just, like, chasing people and shit, you know? Did you have an experience when you were a kid? Was it a movie you watched? Yeah, it was off. It was Cops, the TV show Cops. Yeah, uh-huh. and then I just I just been hooked on that since day one. And then actually one day a cop came to our house on Eastern Shore, and the cop put us in the cop car and he played the and put on the lights and stuff like that. And ever since that I've just been hooked. Yeah, so I mean it's really. Well, it's all fun that you want to play a cop. Um, why don't you just get up and turn around and walk out of this interview room? <laughs> when, you to, when you really want to be a cop and you and you care about your community. Of course I do, but that's that's I, everybody says that. That's the obvious. Everybody says that. So, I mean, that's the reason why we want to be a cop. Hey, wait a minute. I'm sorry, young man. Come back here and sit down a minute. What was so that? That's why. That's the reason why everybody wants to be a cop to help the community, to make it better, to have more peace. But at the end of the day, we're not going to have it. Mm, I'm serious. Because it, it's very been worse good. over the years, and it's especially in Baltimore. It's not that. It's just police officers don't get enough training, and yeah, that's them, you, you do see videos of like them, like okay, he shouldn't. I would have taken a different approach or handled that situation. Do you you think they don't get enough training, or do you think that they just train enough? No, no, they don't have enough training. And then they don't continue to train? No. Because we offer the training. Yeah, but Um, it's not enough. Do you think, wait a minute, do you think that these cops are being trained, they're getting their badges, they're thrown into the streets, and they have to work overtime, Mm -hmm. right? Some of which they don't get paid for. Um, and they just don't have the time to continue training. 
because they're always out. In the yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. They don't get enough training. They well, there's there's some like for for here in Maryland. I don't know if it's just for state or or for county and state, but for state cops, you know, they will have two weeks on and then they'll have two weeks off. So they're only working for half uh-huh. of the year. But in the other half, you know, you, you got to take advantage of it. And it's just. I don't... Well, they're probably going through training programs. I heard this is just a rumor. This is just something I heard that to become a state trooper that you kind of need a little bit of a military background. Is that true? It's true. But uh, you, you still, you still, you still have, have a, uh, a chance of getting in even if you don't have a military background. Yeah, but they're probably going to go with a guy with a military yeah. background. Oh, they yeah, no doubt. I would imagine they would, yeah. yeah. There's yeah always because their training is, is kind of similar. It's kind of similar to a military-style yeah. training, correct? Yeah. So the police academy and the military so are think, the same thing. Do you think that would benefit a regular department by switching over to what uh, a state trooper would have to go through and make all cops go through that kind of training? Or do you think... A basic State troopers go through different training. To have a basic knowledge of, of, of the law, and he can learn on the fly. Versus a state troopers, probably got to know the law. You, you know what they need to do? I was reading this book, and it's uh, you know Jocko, Jocko Wilkins or something. Well, when well he's a Navy SEALs dude, and the training that they were going through, it was like a stimulator for like paintball guns, okay. and they okay. they actually hurt like real bullets, and they. They would tell it's you just, if you got. It's not like hurt like real bullets. So it burns. Yeah, yeah. You get shot and it's 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 paintball, but it tells you it's like a real life uh, scenario. Like the rubber bullet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm not bullet. sure. I guess. Yeah, it's rubber bullets. Yeah, but, probably rubber. But bullet. they put you in real life scenarios. Like if you're in Iraq or something, they're gonna tell you to clear out this building, and they're gonna put you in these tough situations and stuff. Um, I th- I think in Montgomery County in Maryland they have this. Uh, this big open land with a bunch of houses and stuff, and I see a bunch of cops over there doing their training to clear out houses and stuff. But yeah, using flashbangs. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. But I, don't, I think there's a spot right across from National Security. Oh, I'm sorry, Fort Meade. Yeah, the place. The place left too. of Fort Meade. The place yeah. left of Fort Meade. That's what I think mean. it was the old Hickey School, Charles Hickey School, Reform School. Um, that they have turned into that. I was up on top of a rooftop doing some work one time, and we heard what they turned bang. it into a training facility or something. Yeah, we, I heard this bang, and I looked over, and um, I could see them doing their little training, um, breaching the building and stuff like that. They threw a flashbang in there. I thought well, that was pretty I, cool. I, you know, I mean, that's that's all fun and stuff, but I mean, if they don't actually have other people shooting back at them or. Yeah, but it prepares your mind to be calm in that situation because you know what's going exactly. on. The, the you'll be able to handle the situation a little better. That somebody's outside his doorway <laughs> with a flashbang and is getting ready to breach his home. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Unless they are already in waiting. Yeah. Then, yeah, they can prepare themselves for that. But you know, your heart rate is probably a little bit elevated. Uh, your adrenaline's definitely. Yeah, so you're more aware. That's hard. That's hard. Pounding, boy. What are you talking about? The situation is, and you're going to execute it the way you've been trained to execute it for the past 20 years. You know what I mean? You might only get in that situation three times your whole career. You know what I mean? But you'll be ready for it every single time. Yeah. I was telling telling Austin earlier, I was like, um, like, if you get, like, if you work in Texas, 
or your state or whatever. Your experience is, let's consider that you work there on line of duty um, for one year of experience. But if you work mm-hmm. in L.A., the city, or like Baltimore, you know, where it's pretty, you know, Chicago and all that stuff, your experience is compared to two years to one. So it's a different environment. Yes. But still, when there's not enough police officers, there's, we don't have a, a, a lot of military members or police officers. So, right. And plus, so we, I get a certain budget, but we only have certain people to do certain things. We only have, a, we don't have so much. So we always have not enough training. So that's when, when people say defund it, like, what do you mean defund? They're not, they don't have a, enough money to do anything. Right. No, I think I, they mean it's not me, fun anymore. Me being bro. in the military, I never got enough, um, <laughs> like you know, enough training that I would enjoy if I was, you know, if we were like more and more. If the, if we were in a situation where like, all right, guys, we have to start training because something has to come up. Or so wait a minute, you're saying after boot camp, when you're going to these schools to do whatever you're uh-huh. doing, you're not getting any training after that. It's time to time because usually. You're usually mm, preparing the gear. Uh-huh. It's depending on your job. So whether you're an office yeah. clerk, but I was artillery. So uh, you have to just prepare. You have like, a, it's called uh, the field. Either you're there for a, for a month or two. Um, just depending on the, where you're going or what your budget is. Right. Right. So, we, but I'm saying, would, so as far as once a month for a week or two, two weeks, 15 days most, just live and whatever you bring. And we, you would shoot rounds of you know ammunition. Either we have to burn through it. So, because if you don't use all the, like, you know, okay, you guys will get supplied uh, rounds of 556. Five, the military, I will take it. If you don't burn, if we don't shoot 100,000. Then we're are like okay. Well, you thousand, so it seems like we can just cut it more and save more money. Yeah, they'll give you yeah. less. So that's when okay, we don't have enough people to get all this training. Okay, well, we're gonna cut you anyway. You go, and then now officers are stuck. Like okay, well, we can't really do, and that's how I see it. I'm not saying I have experience in the police academy, but I'm just saying I'm pretty sure it's no different from the military. You have a certain degree. What do you? Someone's always in charge. Probably not even that intense. Place. Either you're on the clock and you're off and there's paperwork and you got to take care of your family. So there's never – you don't have enough time. Yeah. So once you graduated boot camp mm-hmm. and you went wherever you went, you didn't – like how often did you revert back to a boot camp style of training? Or was boot camp – you trained, you're, you're ready to go. They, they know where they're putting you, um, and you're, you're just off and running through the military. Or does it is it like every 90 days you need to come and, and run these kind of courses to keep your mind fresh and your body uh, in tune to be able to perform like a Marine should be able to perform? So boot camp is basically a test. Either you, It's basically the start where, where you're going. So when you go to a recruiter and like, okay, what's your job? Are you getting your test? Either you're – not dumb enough, but very smart. So we're gonna make sure you're not front of the lines getting shot at. We need smart people to make great plays. So you'll get <clears throat> enough to 
be able to control uh, um, jets and stuff is just depending on your job and de- depending on the ASVAB mm-hmm. score. You take the ASVAB depending on your score, depending what job you get. So, um, I got a decent score. I don't know what I got, but you know, I was artillery. Um, I don't think you need a high score for it. It's pretty easy. You just chuck that round up. But, um, well, they, don't they give you coordinates? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be able to. Other, you've got to be able to dial this in and and shoot the rocket where it needs to be, right? People tell us what it is. Um. So. So you're blind. You're blind. You're blind. You're you're shooting at something you can't see, right? Yeah, I'm not seeing the target. I don't have. To. Right. So you're going in blind. But I'm miles away. People are seeing it. Other people, people will see it called in. So the ones that are called in, they're the ones seeing it. Right. So they give you some coordinates. You you dial this thing in, and then boom, you launch. Yep. Yeah. Basically, to sum it up, yeah. But the boot camp. And hope they called it right. Because if they're a degree off, you just blew up an innocent family. Yeah. Yeah. Accurate with it for Highmars. Yeah. Two rockets. Yeah. The shit that they got nowadays, I'm pretty sure they can like pinpoint that. Yeah. Shit. But yeah, but my my question yeah, is, are you just sitting out in the field shooting rockets? You're not. You're not uh, physically keeping your body in, in good condition so, to be able to let's, let's, continue your job. I'm gonna break this down, but I'm gonna try to make it quick. So <laughs> in the next yeah. day, the military. So after boot camp, basically at we're, uh. Um, where you run three miles, do twenty plus um, pull ups, or hundred on twenty crunches in like two minutes, something like that. Plus, um, after boot camp? No, this is dirt. This is boot camp. No, this oh, is dirt. Oh, oh, okay. So you do the PFT, then the CFT, another physical requirement. Then you do uh, test, know the history, and know the weapons, such as your like your M4, well M16 in boot camp. M4A1, bro. M4A1. Yeah, bro. How Dakota says it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> either you get pizza box, which is um, they call it pizza box. It's like marksmanship, then sharpshooter, then expert, and uh, pistol is something later on in your career. Job, you know, it's pretty fun. Um. It's just what pistols they give you. Yeah, it's just three days of just blowing ammo basically and getting some good training in. And then uh it's just this it forms a task like okay, you we're gonna put all this training into one, you're gonna crawl through sands, loud, there's smoke, there's a bunch of yelling, gun you know, machine noises, but it's like a chaos. chaos. It's trying to see how you act. To some people it's easy because it's not real, but it's just the mentality of getting it done and seeing be able to complete this task. Right. So after boot camp, you then go to the contract that you signed. Either if you go open contract, you don't care what job you got, that's the job you get, or you sign a contract as an office clerk or uh, a grunt, artillery, you know, whatever the case may be, reconnaissance. So after you go to this um, boot camp, which is another month of like, I guess jungle warfare or tactical warfare training is just more tasks. It's boring. It's not important. Different schools. There's like one for people who aren't going to be grunts. And then if you are, then you go to um, SS. That I, I forget. Don't quote me on it. But um, then you, they get like two months of quota. CT and you, they shoot like 
machine guns, like sniper rifles and stuff like that. Fifty cal, whatever. I've seen them, uh, but no, I missed out. So I wish I did. Once, once you're done boot camp, you're not physically training anymore. You still you okay? So you wake up early in the morning, five o'clock, four o'clock, or six o'clock, or you you will work out mostly every day. Okay, that that was that was what I was wondering yeah. because. You know, I, you said, you know, cops don't get enough training, and, and that's part of your training, right? You have to fit that in your own schedule. The, the schedule gets, I mean, uh, you might have to run for six miles yeah. to to evade the enemy. If, if, if you are asked to retreat, uh, maybe your vehicle's down, and now you've got, to, you've got to hoof it 20 miles to the nearest base. You know, uh, you need to be in good shape. Yeah. If you're not doing this on a daily basis. And Austin should be able to touch on this, um, that you, you could fall behind, correct? Yeah, and there should be a requirement for that. I agree yeah. because yeah. there are some fat officers and there, there are some mm-hmm. fat military members. And either yeah. they don't lose the weight and get in shape quick or we're kicking you out. That's what we do. So you have to maintain. Yeah, so weight, yeah, there's right? height and weight standards in the military. Yeah, very good. Bro, I'm yeah, in there so like in, the, in the police, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they do. Yeah, I'm ripped like a tater chip. You know they they do That's yearly bad. test exams. Yeah, but they're still they do yearly test exams where, on police okay, officers not, to make sure that they're still weight, in yeah, physical shape. So, well. dude, I'll fucking run down. But there's a bare minimum. We have time out, bro. People are like how? Then how would you're saying they'll do a a yearly test on these officers? Are you are you saying they got laxed on that? Because there are overweight personnel, or is it discrimination? So, I'll, I'll answer that. Well, issue I, where they can't discriminate against this man, or he could sue the department. Well, it, they they also go by the age uh, of the of the person. So I mean, the, obviously, the higher your age is, the yeah. more time and the more so time you have okay, doing you those, those, those activities. If, would you think they would remove an officer from the field that if, if he is physically, not mentally, physically unable to perform his yes. duty? Would that be a smart thing to do? Yeah, hey, I, I would think so. Duty, even even if you're physically yeah. able to do something. Training from his experience. Right. But you wouldn't want to see a 300-pound no. get out of his car. I don't think those dudes uh, are... Try to uh, detain... Hussein no. If I'm a knucklehead, sure I do. I'm running from that bitch. Because <laughs> I'm just. I want to see some the... fat motherfucker <laughs> get out of that car. If you, you know. if you can't follow the height and weight standards, then I don't think you should be a cop. <clears throat> so either you, yeah. and depending on your career, if you're outstanding and you got shot in the back and you just gained oh. weight because of medication you take and whatnot, I'd say okay, well he's experienced, he's done well in his career. We'll look up on this okay, community, think, give this guy an office job. It should be uh, mandatory um, that these people seek therapy quarterly. Yes. Talk about their life. It's, it's in, usually in, at work and at home life. Oh. Um, or do you feel that it's just necessary when they go through a tragedy, like they had to pull their gun and use it? Um, they. No, I well, I don't. I don't think they should be able Why to not? pull their gun every time they go up to a, a tough situation because that's what that's what. Uh, so look, I, I did some research. Uh, police training in the U.S. is on average seven hundred and fifty. That's the requirement hours okay. that the U.S. Uh-huh. is required for each police department. 
In Dubai, we have. I'll get ready to say seven hundred and fifty. Don't sound like hours. a lot of hours of training. Four thousand and five police officer. It's like a it's like a fucking part time job. It's not. That's why we have all these hours, pretty much. Well, that's why we have all these police officers. Yeah. Uh, when they go in a tough situation, they don't know how to handle it because they're, they're well, not mentally they're not mentally fit mentally for that. Fit. But when you've got uh, a line of protesters standing in, in your face calling you a bitch and, and saying what you're going to do, and you're, I don't know if you've seen some of these police officers, but I think they handle it very well. Um, oh, yeah. It's all, it's, it's all. Um, with <laughs> yeah. hands in their faces. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you got to. You got to. And, and, and not acting out of character. Um, do you think they need more training on that aspect of their job? I don't know about that. How often would you run into a... Uh... Uh, you're going to run into it every stop if you've got an asshole that just feels like... Oh, you you ta- oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought you were talking more like like rioters or something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. The riots. No, I remember when I was, yeah. years, as as I was approached, I'd start, I'd start acting out of character with these guys. And they didn't deserve it. Somebody else called them there. Or my, my action... Brought uh, them there. Brought, brought their attention to me. You know what I mean, and and, and now I'm gonna act like this guy. You, you feel like you did nothing wrong, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. And he's just simply trying to do his job yeah. and go home and raise his family. Bro, BLM, bro. You know what I mean. So, so, so is it Blue. more of a mental thing they need to Blue go through? Blue lives matter. Should there? Do... <clears throat> I'm. So... What kind of mental training? Do you go through Repeat that the again? academy? Is what I'm saying. I mean, so, so, so you haven't. So he's, he's talking about as far as the police academy, not the military. Yeah, so you haven't researched it enough to know what. It's no, no, because that shit's all the same as the military. They just put you through. They offer training, and that's so you're it. Not mentally at the end of the day, what you're going obviously, to can be more. That that's where they're lacking. That. No, no. And that's where the funding uh, yeah, it's, for the, exactly. these departments yep. needs to go. There should be a certain budget for these people that have to go through these kinds of Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, um, so that they can handle situations like this. And as far as um, pulling your weapon, um, they should be more, um, you know, I see a guy with a knife. That's not as life-threatening as a guy with a gun, correct? So there should be different kind of training. If you need to use your weapon, oh no, man! If you got a weapon in your hand, they're gonna draw their fucking their guns. They're not gonna pull a taser when somebody's coming at them with a weapon. No, I'm not saying to pull your taser at all. You can still pull your gun. If if this guy, like, say, you know, if I, if my I'm five foot four, okay, I'm up against a guy that's six foot five, two hundred eighty pounds, coming at me with a knife. I am not gonna be able to subdue this guy. Right, and I don't think a taser is going to. Uh, Some motherfuckers can run right through that taser. Exactly. So, yeah, motherfuckers can run through that shit. Yep, I see it all the time. My weapon, and I'm probably going to blow his. I guess Chris tapped out. Yeah, someone must have called him. I'm not sure what happened. They probably got a phone call or something. But I, yeah, the whole mental thing. They offer you that, but I'm pretty sure after every situation like that, it's on 
or you killed someone or anything like that, they you have to get a psychic valve and they see how you're doing. Then they'll they'll let you know. Mm-hmm. You'll... Well, well, they I was seeing a um, I did some research on what they're going to be planning on doing. They to have less fatal uh, incidents with cops and with their inner with their encounters with uh, the civilians. <clears throat> And they're using rubber bullets, and these the, the rubber bullets don't even uh, really work. And the, the people will still uh, go after their um, the cop. So even the rubber bullets Hello. don't even help, or the tasers. Yeah. So it's really, hey Chris. Hello. We were just talking about. I was just talking about the the, the rubber bullets. Hello. Yeah, but y'all are real low. Can you hear us? Your... Can you hear us? You turn your volume up. You may have to my turn yours up. up. I had to, yeah, I had to turn my volume the, up. Uh... Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, we're good now. We good? So you were mentioning that you had a guy. I mean, yeah, you were so do you saying have you were a cop and somebody weapons? was charging you. Do you have, like you were just saying, do you have a, a weapon with rubber bullets? Yeah, so they're actually so the supply. I don't know if they're doing it in Maryland or not, but uh, they I think that's only with like with shotguns. Though. I, don't, I don't know if you can shoot rubber. Maybe you can. I'm not sure. I don't know if you can oh. shoot rubber bullets out of a handgun or a rifle. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I know either. you can out of yeah. a shotgun. You can throw bean bags and shit. Well, I don't. See well, it's only one. One. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but one round, and then the rest are actually oh, okay. bullets. Yeah, I can't see you. Uh... Yeah, they're not the rubber bullets. They only have one in the chamber. Your shotgun fully loaded. I mean, that's going to raise problems for people, too. Um, You know what I mean? Like, why are you automatically waving a weapon at me? It's just a simple traffic stop. So you have to know the situation. Well, something like that, I don't think, like, you're going to just use your fucking... You're just gonna use your fucking handgun. You're not gonna go up to a car with a shotgun with rubber bullets, not knowing the fucking the person inside of it. The only time I would imagine you'd use like rubber bullets is for like riots or something like that, or maybe uh, or uh, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, there's many instances where these police officers get put in these situations where it is just a simple traffic stop, and the person behind the wheel doesn't feel it's necessary. And and they're just not mm-hmm. mentally stable, and they do pull a gun or a knife on these officers. Mm-hmm. You, you know what it boils down to is I think it's the lack of communication on how we talk to people. I don't think the it's the tone that of our voice. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. I've never I just been think approached by an officer with an ass already. They've always no. they're always uh, uh, very polite. Hey, how you doing? No, um, this is why I pulled you over. Um, I don't think there's ever been a, an instance where I got pulled over and a cop was just like, hey, you fucking asshole. No, no, no. There was once. There was once. I was drag racing down Route 10. Uh, but you did something yes, that gave him an attitude. I was drag racing down uh, yeah. Route 10 in Glen Burnie, and uh, the nosedived on me, and I was like, well, I don't know why he nosedived, but I kept hammering for like two or three more miles. I was probably doing 120 miles an hour. 
And, you know, when you get off an exit ramp, you're always watching in your rearview mirror. Just, you know what I mean? I don't know why. It's just automatic things that I try to do. And when I looked in my rearview, I seen yeah. the lights going. And um, I pulled over. And he just come up and just yanked my door open. And was all in my shit. Yeah, but. Yeah, you can't be doing that, Yeah, man. you can, bro. You just got to outrun the cop, bro. Fuck. No, no, the cop. Oh, I think, family I think he did. Open your door for speed. That I looked like a little young punk. That he was probably going to try to. Uh, he was going to try to scare. Oh, he, he wanted to scare you. you know he wanted I mean? to put a little and, fear uh, in you. He, he did for a second until I walked away. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, after that, I was just like, fuck you, man. I'm going to do whatever the hell I'm going to do anyway. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, I got pulled over three times. Damn you, fucking criminal! Uh, two for speeding, one, two, two for speeding, and one was uh, reversing backwards Holy in a parking lot. Bro, we're on a fucking phone with a criminal, dude. Yeah, bro. And but but I all of them, all of them, like I said, it it boils down to the communication. Even the people who's in the car who got pulled over by the cop. If you properly talk to the cop and. You, you'd be perfectly fine. I, I talked to them. I'm laughing with them, asking them, hey, how you doing, bud? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Well, why are you why asking you pull them me over? Jump? You know, it's just why because I'm taking control of the situation. Do you feel threatened? Because I want him on my side. Did you, did you feel like you didn't do anything wrong? No. So you're doing 87 miles an hour. In a oh, no, I did wrong. You get pulled over by an officer and you're asking him. You're perfectly what's fine, bro. <laughs> It's just, it's just a conversation. Nah, bro, you, I know why I got pulled stuff. over, but it's just a conversation starter. You need to have your registration. That's and all. Insurance ready for when the man approaches the window. Of course. Have your window down. I have them. And hand look the met the. This is the talk that, that black yep. young black men in America get told. Just like I was told by my father, when you are approached by an officer, you be respectful, okay? Even if it ain't right, you be respectful and you handle it a different way. Um, so when he approaches the vehicle, the most I would say is, how you doing, man? That's it. Well, fuck yeah, you, see, pull me you over. That, yep. You're asking. You're asking. <laughs> Look, I, I, I think I think the number the number one mistake is reaching for that glove department. I think you should have all your car information you have it right at the sun visor. You don't have to worry about well, it's, it's you should have it ready and out by the time he gets to the window. So yeah, well, I, I don't do that. I don't. Well, when some, I get pulled over. When yeah, I because over, I sit there, hands on the wheel, until he comes up, ask for it. I tell him where my stuff is, and then I reach for it. I don't. I don't go reaching. Yeah. Because that automatically, you get the reaching. You don't know what the fuck he's dealt with through his career. You yep. get the reaching, playing around, yep. digging here, digging there. He's like, what is this guy doing? Probably, re- probably, yeah. probably reaching for his information, but what the fuck? I'm already on alert. Well, as an officer, you already need to be on alert anyway. Yeah, but when you see that, it elevates well, a little more. Once he approaches the vehicle, yep. uh, he can see your hands. The wind goes down. License yeah. registration in hand. He'll calm down and assess the situation yeah. from there and go from there. Uh, but if you're yeah. still digging while yeah. he's approaching the vehicle, um, I think his demeanor is going to change a little bit. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like a standard things. 
So, like, if you pull someone over, I'm pretty sure. Once... That's also if I stop. You know what I'm saying? I you know, usually just fucking the, hammer um, down, boys. Let's you know say what I'm I saying? get pulled over. Usually, I don't usually grab it. I usually just sit there and pull the, uh, turn my car off, take the keys out, put it on top of the um, dash. My hands on the steering wheel, just sit there with my window all the way down. Now that could raise an eyebrow. It's not because that's the standard way. Automatically doing that. They want you to do that. They want. Well, to me, how would that raise an eyebrow? I don't even hear what he said. What would raise the eyebrow? Police before, and that's usually what a cop will tell you to do if you are a nuisance like that is to pull your keys and them on the you automatically did that. Oh, That's he's going there. I'm going to say, why is this kid put his car in park? Not if they went through that training. Not if they're, can't, that's can't how they're mentally trained. All right, this is what you're supposed to do. You don't have to do it, but this is what you're supposed to do. And if he's already done it, all right, but it's definitely I know he's going to comply, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. Like, I've asked officers before, like, hey, do you want me to turn my car off? And they're like, no. You know? Yeah, sometimes when I get when I've been I would over prefer... in the wintertime, they they well I've always turned it off, but they said I could have left yeah, it. Yeah, it is like a sign of respect. You know what I mean? That way, the cop is a little yeah. more. I turn my flashers on. Turn my. I don't take I'm my keys out. I just turn it off. Window as soon as down. I approach the vehicle. He gave me the fucking keys and the, and the, and the lights. <laughs> you know, <laughs> 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 he just got out and started walking down fucking four hundred five over there and uh and, and whatever it is. Whatever the hell it is. But uh, yeah. I want to I want to get back on the the communication part, and I, here's yeah. why. Um, let's say a cop uh-huh. was going through a tough day, and this is this is why I take control of the situation. If and when I get pulled over, um, I take co- I take control of the situation because number one, I don't know what the cop's been through. I don't know how his attitude's going to be towards me. So mm-hmm. when if he's raising his voice at me. I'm going to go ahead and control control his tone with my tone. I may raise it a little bit higher, and then I will slowly decrease the tone level in this conversation. And then eventually everybody's calmed down. Everybody's at a normal heartbeat, and everybody's happy. Usually when I get pulled so, but over, bro, let's I'm say, getting let's a handy dandy wrist warmers put on. Well, that's because you drive around on suspended licenses, Judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again... <laughs> But if okay, well, if the cops approach you, three, if the cop approach you three times this week, then uh, that's your problem. Uh, right. You need well, to fix it. Why are you getting pulled over three times this week? Yeah. The civilian. Who, the cop no, or the cop, civilian? Man. If I'm always cop, bro. If I'm always, what well, do you mean? Then stop if being I an asshole. I pull you over this morning and I write you a ticket, right? And then the very next morning you come back to the same place and you know I'm sitting there and you still speed on by me and I pull you over and give you another, I have to come up. You don't think I'm going to be a little more. Uh, yeah, you don't oh, think you're I'm saying gonna be a little more dickish with you? Like, dude, what the fuck? Didn't yeah. I just give you a ticket for this shit yesterday? Yeah, yeah. So you should yeah. be expecting I, I, I of that, no, don't be that like, kind oh, of attitude from that yeah. officer. Especially if it's the same exact cop. 
and he knows he just gave you a ticket. Yeah, I don't. Then, uh, well, then that's that's the the civilian's fault. He shouldn't be speeding, and the cop has every right to raise his tone a little bit more than what he did yesterday, just so he can get his word across yeah. I would also, on the situation well, if it happens again. Right. This time, I would write it for the maximum amount. You know what I mean? And, and if I catch you tomorrow, you're going to yeah. get the maximum amount again. You know what I mean? So, I mean, hey, I've had five hours yeah. in tickets and just tickets. No, is this motherfucker not in here? Did he leave? No, uh, he's here. I was just going to ask if he's single, bro. <laughs> See, man, you can't ever have a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, uh, bro. I was in conversations. Yeah, so I got a question. Yeah, bro. You you guys have like any conspiracy theories about anything? Aliens, bro. Do you have any conspiracy theories about anything? About like celebrity or the whole Epstein thing, aliens, I don't know, the government? Nah, I don't. I don't believe in none of that stuff, man. I do. I don't believe that there is somewhere outside of here once you're dead. Um, I think that light that you see is you being reborn into the world. Um, you know, you're just something else, and that's why when you're doing things and you say, "Hold up, man," I've been, you, you have that whole deja vu thing. Like, wait a minute, I've been here before. I don't know why. Maybe it was just a dream I had that put me in a situation I didn't remember. It's a dream every night. You know what I'm saying? Um, my thing is, seeing is believing. I've never seen this man. I've never so, met so this man. So I'm not going to believe it until I die and he's actually standing in front of me. So you're saying you're not religious? Mm-hmm. God and stuff like that? I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm just saying. I have I have a I have a tough time in believing God. Way, um, I have a tough time. Way, it's not that I'm saying I'm a devil worshiper. I'm satanic. I don't yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. My thing is is seeing is believing, and until I see it, and I just can't just see a world the way it is right now, um, especially with small children. This is where I kind of get off that beaten path. Yeah. I know a lot of people argue. Oh, it's not God. That's not God. But why would you give a small child a disease that that's gonna kill him, make him go through all that stuff, um, and be the person that you're supposed to be? You know what I mean? Um, I don't get it, uh, and and that's what kind of uh, makes me stray a little. I believe that for some reason. I believe in aliens because they, I think they exist. Okay. Yeah, where's the, the logic? So, Why? there's been multiple sightings, there's videos. Hell, I believe and anything. There's been possible. scientists who worked with the government. They worked on what they saw out of this world technology. I thought that, I thought but, that was uh, that, that they what? created that. The UFO no. that they were creating ships to make it They're, look they like They actually it. have flying saucers. <clears throat> this is like in the seventies or eighties, um, on Fox News or something like that. 
Yeah. Know, it was like it's technology not, that we don't yeah. even have yet. That they, they had like nine saucers that were just floating, and he was just checking yeah. it out. People gonna hear this. It's and real. It's been it's crazy. On, but it's this on, shit. It was on T. It was it, years ago, and this dude made a documentary about it. And, and just, even the government itself, they admitted to having out of this world technology, and they just they said there are. Yeah. yeah. Well, even, even even that guy on Joe Rogan when he was before he even joined the uh, um, Area Fifty One, yeah. he was sitting there. They are testing him, watching these ships take off. No, and and he and no. Here's here's the crazy part is. I think I played too much Halo. He said no. 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 It's like no, I think, I think, uh, I think zombies could be a fucking possibility because if you really think about it, it's just a fucking virus. It's nothing more than like a mad cow disease. Joe, have you ever seen a mad cow? And where did they come up? No, but is it is that oh, shit minute. not real? I've seen mad cow. Mad cow? No, I've seen I've, I've seen, seen quite a few cows. Cow. I don't know we're mad. No, no, we're mad. I'd be pretty upset too. I've never I've never seen a charging cow, bro. I've never I've never seen one. But seriously, I mean, I think I think that shit could be could, could be possible. Yeah. Where the fuck so, they come up with shit like I this, think. and and like where the fuck they come up with like like the like so, the looks of a fucking yeah. alien. Or so you ever heard of the government like that? You know what I mean? Or they might be cloning people, right? Yeah. So I I've heard of that shit too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is like one of the theories. It's fun to think about. Just think about it. But that aliens, they come here. And we have settings, and we have at least 90 of these flying saucers. I don't know if we have more, but at the time when the dude confessed, he said he saw nine, and they were testing these things, and each person, each scientist had a different task on some of these parts. And apparently this thing, this contraption was a force field that controlled you. If we can't, we don't know how to make it or how to work it, but it's, it was something like that. Just out of this world, there's no way we can make it. And they had, he had no idea how they, how they got it, but they were just figuring out on the certain tasks, and they couldn't ask any more questions because the government, you know, was obviously hiding hiding it. Any more information until, like, the only thing you need to know. So, I believe that aliens clone us. We can figure out how to do what they do, and see, but we're not superior to them. And they're trying to see if you can catch So, them. we're aliens? No, we're clones. We're calling we're aliens clones. aliens. We're what? That, what but say? we don't know. That's just one of the theories. Like, what if we're actually clones? People think, like, it's also a simulation. Like, we're tricking up a machine. And it... Because Stephen Hawking, before he died, he like, one of his quotes or in his book he wrote, he was saying that one day we hope that we don't make, you know, the friend of the aliens out of this world people because they might enslave us. Yeah. Wow. And, deep, and, yeah, and they and he um he, he yeah. feels you, that, you know how much um, can you do me a favor? what's that? Can you do me a favor, bro? Um that TAC pen put down <laughs> stand up and slowly back away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I mean, it kind of makes sense. I don't. No, I'm saying it's a, it's a theory. 
that kind of stuff. So, nah, bro, you gotta, you gotta stay crazy, off that way. But I do believe there's aliens. True, right? yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I, we can't just be the only yeah. alien in this giant universe, yeah. and we don't know how big this universe is. Or this galaxy. Right. universe. On all these fucking planets That's and shit true. like that. What the fuck have they seen on all these planets and shit? Well, you know what obviously I mean? not enough for us to make it habitable. Right? Well, I ain't gonna tell you because it could freak you the it fuck could. out. Just like uh, uh, Trump would make a big deal of this virus and he kind of played it and dumbed it down. Oh, in seriousness. It's called the election. The, uh, the election infection. Yo, did you did you hear about did you? I want to since I'm glad you brought up Trump and this Trump this virus. Trump, <laughs> Trump. I heard Trump's phone call. I don't know if it's true that he was saying that this virus is not very deadly <laughs> and that it. No, it's not a fake phone call. He oh, did that's the yeah, phone call. No doubt. Didn't say that. Never denied saying that. But his job is acting president. One of his jobs is to not cause panic. So if he came out and said, we're all going to fucking die, can you imagine how the world would have reacted? No, that's why you'd be wise with your words. not a lot of wise people on this planet. But like, look, guys. How much of a panic do you think we'd have been in if, if, say, Obama was in office or Biden? Well, I think this whole world would be... How they would have worded it. a different world outside your window right now. But, you would still yeah, be locked down, down because Joe Biden said he'd well, lock down the fucking country. There's a 99% country. chance you're going to die. So everybody was freaking out. Look how bad they freaked out and just bought up all the toilet paper. Can you Man, I'm telling you. The panic yeah, that's true. It, yeah. it was the only thing they could do. The only thing, could, the only thing they could do is wipe their ass and just talk shit on the media. Mm-hmm. Wipe the shit I like off that. Head. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. <laughs> I don't think he'll wipe it from their ass at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, that's his job, man, to run this country. Um, I, I think he's done an amazing job. The economy was booming. Keep everybody calm. COVID nineteen It's on the uprise again. The economy's going to tank because the world's not moving. You know what I mean? Everybody's locked in their homes. I mean, the yeah. whole world. It's not just the United States. It was all of Europe, all of Asia. I mean, everything was yeah, locked well, down. So, of course, it's going to fail. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, when, it is, when the economy tanked, I was up, I think, seven grand profit. And then well, I lost it all and it went uh, down to one grand. The stock market, man. That's a game. That's the game you play. Yeah, well, it's all because of that well, tank and the, uh, and the COVID this, when everything uh, shut down. Social unjust and, 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 and this division of the world. Um, it's not Trump dividing it. Um, everybody wants to point the finger at him, and rightfully so, because he's the leader of this free land. You know what I mean? Uh, I think uh, there's a little more he can do, but I also think that Trump is leaving it to uh, the government's um, of these states, the governors of these states to take control um, because he can't be. Well, they were saying exactly they didn't want him in there, in their in their state. chaos right now. These people wanted to overtake yeah, these cities. Absolutely, there's enough people to overtake. The Democrats these are controlling that. Nothing you can do about it, but bomb. <clears throat> you know what I mean? <laughs> you have to just wipe it clean. Go in with the national guard and and just take over. If there's lives lost, there's lives lost. Uh, but right now, I believe they can. 
If he dies, it can he be dies. Controlled. And you can see that when National Guards, when boots hit the ground, people go home. People stop acting the way they're acting. Yeah. When you bring out the big guns, right. motherfuckers straight. But up. once you brought out, look, Portland. Yeah. Um, Portland. Um. Uh, what they do? They took the the tear gas and stuff like that out of the hands of these officers. I like to see them motherfuckers all up in a Marine's face cussing and pointing their finger and shit. Fuck you, you're a bitch. It was a break your fucking neck. You get the word fuck out of his mouth. That's what I'm saying. Fuck you clean up, boy. That's what they're trained to do. And if you call us in, if you call the military into these streets, we're not coming here to play with you. I'm going to take control and I'm going home. You know? Yeah, we won't. That'd be the only reason you call in that kind of force. And people know that. <laughs> National Guard hits the streets. It's like, okay, these motherfuckers ain't playing now. Yeah. You know, I I, I think uh, I want to go back to the police thing. I think military, active military men should do ride-alongs as like a what part-time women, job bro? to ride with the police officers so they can give them more uh, – of a leverage, you know, in certain situations because military people, they've been in worse situations than perhaps cops if they ever went to war. I agree. But see how they approach I, things, I, mean, I, I would like, imagine, are a bit different. If a military, when somebody in the field in the military is approaching the situation, they've got their rifle in hand, they're ready for fucking combat. When a cop approaches the situation, yeah. it's probably most likely to write a ticket or serve, you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Are you saying vets yeah. for ride-alongs? Or are you I'm saying thinking. he's active military? Why? Military, active, active uh, military, you said. Active. Show them, kind of show give me them one second. Uh, give, get, uh, yep, yep. Give me one second. This podcast is going to end in 10 yeah. seconds. You guys want another invite? If, we, if, we, if we're continuing to talk, yeah. All right. All right. How do you feel about that? What? Military people doing ride-alongs with cops, or not yeah. even cop, not even ride-alongs. Just awesome. can, can you? Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. I asked Lance. Can you explain it? How do you feel about Austin's uh, theory on having ex-military men and women doing ride-alongs? But Austin was saying active, or uh, or active. yeah, either or. I went. If you're home on leave for a couple months, happen. you know what I mean, or whatever, um, that makes me- you know, schedule a time. That'd be one of your requirements as a military personnel that you have to do ride-alongs maybe a certain amount of hours a year while you're on at home on leave. Well, see, I don't, yeah. I don't sure. necessarily agree with that because when I you would say home, active, you would want that motherfucker to get away, clear his mind. You don't want that motherfucker to bring oh, yeah. that mentality back to the so, fucking. Well, I guess it depends fucking, on the situation on what they've been through before they got off, of, before they though. go and leave. I can see that. I can see that. Like, we used yeah, to work he, with he a guy. He was on a non-deliverable unit. Deliver your ammunition. Want to send that motherfucker along? But I mean, he's got training. Right. I so for right, me to right, answer right. it. I mean, I don't know what no information active, or intel if you you're active, have. You're doing military. That's not going to happen. They know ride along uh, for fun. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So veterans. how about how about a requirement in order to be a police officer you, that you should have 
military background. Uh, yeah, I also agree with that. I think that these the requirements to become a police officer is too young. I think you should be at least 25 and older. 25, yeah. Yeah. Because your, or, mind is, your mind is pretty developed at 25, I agree. And I feel like... And I think they need to cadets, up the training. They should have those... If, all right, you should get paid, trained to become a pop. They should send you to school... Like, for three years or something for training. And so, so let's say you finish high school. All right, I'm going to join the military for four years. It, that's one path to do it. And then, okay, I'm a, I have experience under my belt, depending on my job and occupation. Then I can go to the police academy, finish that, see if I'm requirement and a different field status. Then I can become a cop. Mm-hmm. I say no, you don't have to be 25, but you have to finish the uh, training Besides the military, what you got? So, so at least four four years of a military, army, navy yeah, yeah, background, yeah. whatever. But for in. people who want who just okay, uh, I want to wake up one cop, morning and say I want to be a so cop. So they should go to college or go to a community college, criminal justice. Um, while the mil- the academy pays for them, so like let me require uh is. 21, 21 to join firearm, but, uh, you know, it's 21. So that's one your cadet school or training. So maybe make it like a four year thing, yeah. like a four year college. So you're going to train with martial 21, arts. 21, you can apply. I think. And then you go yeah. to your four year college. You have four years of, uh, you have military experience, uh, or you can go to school and train with military people or like have people train you like uh you know at ranges and stuff while you're getting martial arts training and you're still getting education for working like okay this is how to do paperwork this is what to do just you know just it's just more getting hands on on. yeah and then once you hit 25 like okay there should be a final test i guess and okay you're now a cop you're just start working slowly with these other vets and then obviously there you go. I I, I completely uh, agree with that. So kind of like an internship, like a doctor would do. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's just your last year of college. It prepares you for be it. Besides, just okay. I do. I need a job, so I'm become a cop. And then, how long is it academy? I think nine months. Seven hundred fifty hours. Yeah. I think nine months. Nine months. Yeah. Are you sure? I believe so. Some, some or two. It depends how they do it. I'm not, I'm not 100 percent sure. I have to do a little bit more research. Wait a minute, you're telling me after two months? No, nine months. I believe it's a nine month program. I don't think you're gonna get, you gonna get 750 hours in two months. I think so. I think it's longer than that. I'll look it up. Yeah, I'm getting. I think here. minimum a year. Fact check that. You think it's less? Yeah, yo, you're a fact checker now. So. so it says 13 to 19 weeks, six months. I, I told you, bro. No, it says here, it says here, it says here. It, it says usually it takes up to 13 to 19 weeks on average, bro, but it can fuck, last up yo, to six months. So it's actually me, less than six months, but it can last bit. up to six yeah. months. Yeah, depending on the training schedule. And so you're looking at what? Like 12 four, weeks four months. Four months. Yeah. So four to six yeah. months. Wow. That's what I'm saying. So that's, that's, that, that's, that is not enough. No, that is not enough. Not. That's that's not. Not. And that's why you have they, that's why they should up their budget. You have out in the street. Because wow. you're trusting people, know. you're trusting oh, these guys to protect and serve. 
at 18 years right. old. 18 to 21 not, years old. I don't trust the young guys. I've known, ni- I've known 18 and 19 year old cops fresh out with of no high education that on have it. Been slaughtered. Yeah, in, young and dumb. They don't City. know because these kids on these streets, they know these cops. They deal with these cops on a daily basis, and when they see a new face, <laughs> they're targeted. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, they are going to push your buttons the most. And and quite frankly, if they don't like you, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna kill you. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> that's the dangers of being a Baltimore City cop. I think that's just the thing with being a cop. Period. Nowadays, yes. Now, Nowadays, yes. I think yes. Though this should definitely change their requirements as well. If you're fat, I'm sorry, you're not helping whatsoever. Well, that's discrimination, and I'm going to sue you. Okay. But I shouldn't have to say that. I'm suing your ass, bro. I'm fucking ripped like a tater chip. I'm in that bit. I'm in there like swimwear, boy. Physically fit. You must be able to perform these these kind of tasks. If you want command. We'll give you you time. Lose weight. If not, you're out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's common sense. Yeah, people just look for a reason to sue and 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 be upset about things these days that they just jump yeah. so quickly and they don't even have the knowledge or even research what they're even talking about yeah. before they they go offline off the handle. Um, but with common sense, me being six hundred pounds, I should know filling out an application to be uh, a cop is just absurd. Yeah, but then it, it comes. More officers around my neighborhood because I'm black than some. There's no officers really in some good. Well, that's where the problem yeah. is. If there's 40 cops on one block, there's a pretty bad fucking problem in that neighborhood. And you know what I mean? It's also going to tell me that that people often resist uh, the police presence because there's so much presence. Mm. You know, there, there's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been, look, I've been in on some pretty bad blocks. Yeah, yeah I hear it. it. I've been on some pretty bad blocks in Baltimore. Can anyone else hear that fucking um, popping? And uh, right. I was approached by an All officer, right. and he says, what are you doing? And I was clearly there to do bad things. Yeah. And he says, what are you doing? I said, what are you talking about, man? And one of the kids that was on the corner with me was like, yo, here comes the cop. Before the cop even approached me, he said, yo, tell him you live here. So when, when the cop approached me, you know, I'm whistling, I'm smacking my hands against each other and walking up and down. And he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about, man? I'm just chilling. He says, well, what are you doing? I said, what are you talking about, man? I live here. He says, well, where do you live? And I says, right around the corner. Right? And he says, right around this corner? And me not knowing that part of the neighborhood, uh, I walked right into the trap, basically, because he says, young man, I know you don't live around here because I deal with everybody here every day. And for two, every house around that corner is boarded up. (laughs) (laughs) So right there, I was caught. He knew what I was doing, yeah. but he just tried to make me say what what I was there for. I live in an abandoned house. You know what I mean? But I was too smart for that, so... Um, I, I in turn was let go. You know, he just told me to get the hell off that block. You know, yeah. Rest in peace, Smitty. But there was a lot of police presence <laughs> immediately. 
You know what I mean? Um, because of that neighborhood, it's just so run down. Everything's boarded up. So what what can um, they do in these blue light uh, district areas? There's really not much you can do but keep patrolling and keep a presence, a heavy presence. Um, and you need to force the law. Well, there is, and that's why those those those. Usually, if there's a blue light there, there's not really and much of a presence at all. That's for the safety of the police officers because these guys that's will the blue take light shots there. at them. Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah, I know what they are. I've had friends that have shot them cameras out. You know what I mean? When so these blue light cameras has been around a lot for quite oh, some they've time. Been around. Oh. The 1990s, Austin. When I was growing up and hanging out and living in and outside of Baltimore, they've been City, around for a while. Yeah. Um, when they, the, it was like the wild, wild west down there. If you, yeah, you could walk around Baltimore City and not get stopped for anything. I could have. That's what Chicago is now. Visible gun in my hand, and some of these cops would turn their cheeks to it because they just didn't care. So they you know they they let the thing get out of control without any they, action. Their 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 hands were tied to what they could do, as far as what they could do. You understand what I'm saying? So they could they only take their jobs it. to a certain limit. After that, the criminal overpowered these guys, and that's why they started uh, giving these cops more uh, advanced weapons and stuff like that to be able to combat uh, the criminals and thugs on the streets. My buddies had better weaponry than the Baltimore City Police Department had. You understand what I'm saying? So how do you patrol a block knowing you're overpowered by the criminal? You can't. You got to improvise, man. It's just like in the military. Like, I'm not a military experience. You know, you, you got to start bringing maybe Sling more forces shot. in that area. And maybe start Sling coming out shot. with a game plan on how to come about in Joe, those situations. That, uh, who is that officer that's on 157 now? The officer, he used to be police chief in, in Baltimore City, but he's on 1057. That uh, what? I can't remember his name. He's from New York. He was a police officer in New York City. Yeah, he was. Oh, uh, shit. Um. He was actually a police chief oh my in New God. York. He does the morning and show. He came highly recommended I can't, to the I can't remember his name. And when he came into Baltimore, he that's when it all started getting cleaned up. Kind of like uh, Mayor Giuliani. New York City was out of control, bro. Out of control. And Giuliani came in. And I remember being in New York City and cops pulling up on us and just saying, hey, what are y'all doing? And they know what you're doing. We're standing there smoking a blunt. And they would just say, put that shit out. Until we get off the block. Once we're off the block, I don't care what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? And you can't have that because that tells me I can do what I want. Yeah. As long as I don't cross this line. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Giuliani came and he become governor. He said he seen what was going on and he said, nah, this, ain't, this can't happen. You can't be successful as a city, as a state, and have this going on. So this is what happens when you cross these, these lines here. And everybody hated Giuliani. You know what I mean? Everybody hated Giuliani for that. But you have to take control of your city, man. Yeah. There's no way around it. You can't defund these cops and expect to be successful uh, with that without them. It's just it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, where, where, where's that chaos at now in um, 
defund the cops. It is oh, fuck, where is it? Where they can't even take control of the situation. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. They're throwing Molotov cocktails into police crowds of police. You're trying to set people, human lives, on fire. Yeah. It's- and what happened there? Yeah. What happened there is they defunded the police so much they took the tear gas. They're shooting cops in the face and laughing about it. This tear gas into these out of control riots. Yeah, because the Diva Kaniva says that tear gas is considered. Uh, Chemical warfare, so it's we don't. We, yeah, it's just mean. Yeah, but they can throw um, gas bombs at. at yeah, that's why. It's, that's why it's too inhumane. <laughs> this is stuff you need to think about, Austin. Yeah. You know how Makes are sense, you going to make it? Clean? <laughs> yeah, it ain't impossible. It, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. This is you know, shit you're going to have to deal with. Mindset possible. you have to have. It's going to happen. But how do you? Go into work every day with that mindset, knowing today could be your last day. Yeah, let the movie training day. That's real too. There are crooked cops out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you? What do you do? How do you prepare yourself for that? Oh yeah. Yeah, but you don't know that. Especially when be like nine other deputies that you're working with are the crooked ones. I'm just saying, yeah. give me a cut. Give me a cut. No, that's what I'm saying. They could, they could fucking try bro, to turn. Bro, you're part of the I'm problem, just saying. Bro. I'm just saying. Bro, I yeah, I mean that's that's just a that's Hell just a yeah. tough situation, man. You know, if you're if you're the new kid, if you're the new kid no, on the block, and you know that these, these the cops problem, you're working bro. with are crooked, <laughs> I'm a problem solver. And you know that these cops are crooked. I mean, oh, what, what do you do? You know, are you going to take their side oh, until you get some leverage in this game, and then you can start solving the issue? Or you mm-hmm. you just join you just join their side and just play along until you retire. It's just like your job now, Austin. If you're an honest employee, you're taking your ten minute break and you're going right back to work. You're not standing around talking to Fred for an hour. Yeah, you know, I don't think you go back <laughs> and you go back to the office at the end of the day and you're a little frustrated and, and your boss comes up to you, listen, man, hey man, what's going on, bud? Well, you know, Fred and him, I had to do all the work today. Fred and him, Fred and him. And then he goes to Fred and him, right? And Fred, Fred and him is going to know who talked on him because often he's the only person that's worked with him, right? Well, you, you, you know what I do? Since I, I, I run a install crew, okay? And anything that happens on that job, it falls back on me. No, uh-huh. no matter what the situation is, it, it falls back on me because I'm the leader. I'm supposed to lead. I'm supposed to make sure everything is in line and everything is done correctly. So if something does go wrong and it's not my fault, I do bring it up to the person You're who – You're going to get fired though. Well, hold, let me finish. Uh-huh. I do bring it up. Hey – you know you're not supposed to do that. Why are you taking shortcuts, et cetera, et cetera? Then I'll go ahead next day if we own the job. I'll show him again, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. Okay, I got it. Then he, no, then, then he would do it the correct why way. Why are you beating me up about it? Huh? Why are you beating me up about it? I know how to do my job. Well, <laughs> I, I don't get that, bro. I don't I don't get it cuz I tell I I I'm How do you know? I don't give a fuck. How do you know he's just not saying it to you? Well, then that's him. Then I, I can't let that shit bother me. I go on and do my thing. I make sure that they do their job right and if it's not then it falls back on me and I let You're my boss know. Talk. He knows that. Well, he, he he appreciates me coming up and being a leader and taking control and just being well, that, That's a good thing. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. 
guys, guys, what? guys, guys. Austin, your reply should be, I never narc on nobody, bro. Well, if, <laughs> if you're, well, it comes, it comes to, it comes to an extent. If hey. the guy you've been working with that's been there for four, five, six years, three so, years, then he example. needs to start taking responsibility for his own actions. But if he's a new guy for two years or something on the job, then you need to start being that leader and taking action for his mistakes because you're not training him properly. But if you are training him properly, right, and he's just a body, your boss doesn't care. Well, then I need bodies. I, then no, I need well, bodies what I do, field, so I, t- I am, you deal with the problem in the field while I collect paychecks. Um, I don't care if Frank's getting it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you are training Frank the right way. It's just not sinking in. Frank's going to tell Fred, well, he, he's not training me properly. Well, then you can look back on the other. Then, then look, you, you look back on the other people that I've trained, and you'd be like, well, okay, maybe Fred's lying, or uh-huh. he's just a hard learner, and maybe he just needs more time. And that's yeah. what I tell my boss. I'll, I'll, if that situation comes up, I just tell you how it is. Look, Fred's a good worker, but he does but make his make mistakes. But I can't, way. I can't, you know, help him learn faster. It's just something that's going to take time. And then maybe he will understand the the person I'm telling this to, the boss. So Fred should say, okay, I'm going to put him with um, with Ron and, and Gerald for a couple of weeks and see what's going on. Sure. Right? It's ha- it's happened. It's happened yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. But see, when you work for a small company like I work for, you can't do that. I can't take Fred and put him with, with Ron and Gerald because there is no Ron and Gerald. There's only Fred. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, the boss man is going to say, you know what? Both of y'all are gone. But Chris is going to go first because I pay Chris to run this job site, and it's apparent that he's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, you can ask Joe. How many times How many times a day, Joe, honestly, have I said, all right, boys, let's get back to work, and you guys tell me you want to take another 10 or 15 minutes? Yeah. Right. Right, but that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, I said it every time, but we will go back. Situation, we say it every time. Even they're joking. Right, they're joking yeah. around, or, or they want to be funny, or cute, or whatever they're calling themselves. Um, I still have to be more stern and say, "Look, game plan is over. We need to get back to work." Now I'm an asshole on the job site. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm making these people go back and earn their paycheck. So what do you do if you're a leader in the job and your boss is coming to you? Hey, what's up with your crew? What are you gonna say? I'm going to say I'm doing the best of my ability to to train these guys in the little bit of time I'm, I have, um, and some of them just aren't getting it. But when the boss turns around and says, um, this is the best we got, there's no way out of that. You have to deal with these slackers to get the job done. And in the end, when the superintendent goes to my boss and says, look, uh, we're probably not going to use you on the next job because you guys failed to meet the requirement time that you gave us uh, on. Well, it's not that. It's not that. My point is. I think it was more or less the material that that Um, we were using. Fred and Ted are all still going to be employed because the boss needs them there. 
Because the boss don't want to come out of the office. The boss is going to try to find somebody to replace me, and that's going to be Joe, right? Now, Joe's got to run this job site, and he does not even know what he's doing because he's been playing around too much. All Joe wants to do is sit in the truck and eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and um, just do enough. I used to call them paycheckers. <laughs> these, these, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. They're only for a paycheck. There's no sense of pride yeah. in what they're doing. There's no um, um, want yeah, not to about you. You learned your job and you were very good at your job, right? That's why. Are you that's speaking why in general? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> I got you there. Go ahead. Right, Go but ahead. Look, Joe has got to. Joe has got to learn this job. But now, the other part right? was and too. He doesn't know say, to do. Sorry, to go back to break. And Whatever. I'm still going to look bad because my boss is going to say, "See, he didn't train these guys right." And Joe's going to hold this job down for another six years, not not knowing what he's doing. Yeah, he's just <laughs> winging it, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to the boss because the paycheck is still coming in. Winging you know, it. I just call that a bad company to work for. Um, and that's pretty much it. Well, I've I've done this. I had to do this once. I had a a guy working for us, and I told I told my boss he was asking, "Hey, what's going on? Why are you taking too long on these jobs?" And I'll tell him how it is, because at the end of the day, look, my my ass is on the line. That's my job. That's my future. Hey, hey, boss, this guy's not working out. He's not working efficiently. He's not putting everything that I know that he has. He's not trying, and it's he's just not able to learn. Maybe you can switch them to put put them on somebody else's crew, or you can put them onto another uh, career side. But for for right. my crew, he's not working out. Right. Yeah, but that's not always the case. When you work for a small company, it's that's not that my easy. company's small. My company's small. Yeah. Well, I'm talking. I was the only, basically the only foreman. Oh, okay. No, I I doubt it was as small as the company we for worked for that he's part. talking now, about. If, they wanted to go over and do regular. You band. were well for that side, yeah. He yeah, was I was a foreman for a long time, for, and I run into. I don't know the first four years I was um, as I'm working, and they they'll come up and approach me and say, "Dude, you have some very good managerial uh, traits," and I'll just tell them, like, you know, because I tend to sometimes take over a job. You know what I mean? Um, because I just know what I'm doing, and I'm very confident in what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm trying to take over the job. I just know how to do my job well. Yeah. And I exploit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and, and they'll tell me, like, man, you, you do you want now? I don't I don't want to do that because I know what happens in that position. You know, I, I you can ask Joe. I, I am two different people in this world right now, right? Yeah. When I worked for Jake, I was a complete dick. I was an asshole. You know, I ran. What do you mean? I pretty much ran surface technology. Oh. He just sat back and counted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all that was. Facts. You know Facts. what I mean? I had to get everything together. I had to get my men together. I had to uh, motivate my men to get mm-hmm. going and, and, and meet these requirements. Now, I go to work. I do my job. I come home. That's it. I don't wake up in the middle of the night worrying about what I got to do the next day anymore um, and stuff like that. So... I'm happy with where I'm at in life. Could I be making more money? Sure, anybody could. Um, but am I, would I be happy? Probably not. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to stay where I'm at right now in life and and just let it roll. Yeah. See, you're not happy with what you're doing. You know. So. That's why I'm trying to get out, do more. Yeah, bro. Thing. You should take. So I can be happy. 
I'm just yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not that it's not that I'm not happy. Right. You don't want to make just, somebody else rich. That's not what I want to do for the rest right. of my life. Is yo, I'm gonna send this to pretty you much be a slave. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? That's fine. <laughs> right. They don't have anybody to hire anyway right now, so they'd be like, "Well, it is what it is." Go ahead. <laughs> Go the fuck ahead, bro. Hey, uh, Joe, you still gonna take your yeah. ass back there and weld some fucking <laughs> up together? Somewhere? I guess. I guess, he, I guess he's unhappy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. Yeah, but yeah, I think aliens are real, bro. <laughs> Damn. I don't know how we went from that to uh, 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 therapy for Chris. Facts, bro. Facts. Huh? <laughs> nah, you don't. You don't need that. Look, Should this is America, boy. I don't even you know don't how need it really started off. We ain't getting no introduction or nothing. Hey, it's it's my field. podcast, man. You don't need an introduction. They know Whoa! they know who you are. Whoa! They know who you are, man. Shit. It's all I'm right, sorry. man. I'm sorry. Look, I'm, a... I'm sorry, bro. It's all right, I'm sorry. man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yo, I ain't mean it. I ain't mean to step on your toes, man. Bro. I'm going to just chop my head off real quick, didn't he? Yeah, wait a minute. Lance hasn't even worked yet, bro. I know. No, I'm going to finish here. Now back up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whoa, no. bro. Yeah, he has. I'm going to be destroy, bro, and Cod, bro. I'll be putting in work. He's Come working on the computer yeah. over the weekend, bro. That's hard work, bro. He carries us every that's, night. Yo, so how, that's probably very exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> no, Joe. Fucking five and a half kills. <laughs> oh, no, I'm right there, player. What you talking about? <laughs> how 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 is that computer? Uh, hey, that half for kill you set me over the edge, bro. What you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's lagging out a lot. Zoom meetings, everybody's yeah. naked. That's like somebody's whacking it right now. One guy was jerking off. I asked him if he needed help, and he was like, "Stay out of my business." <laughs> Yeah, it came five times. That's what I'm saying. So this whole fucking interview here. Or talk, not interview. What? Yo, I never asked you. Uh, fuck, what is it called? Do you like guacamole? I'm actually getting ready to put some guacamole uh, on my fucking tacos, bro. Oh, thanks. Nice. Told you, bro. I've what recently you tried some guacamole, like some good guacamole, and it's pretty fucking good. It's the shit that they, the new yeah. guacamole That's that she, well, she got it from uh, uh, Chipotle. Yeah. See, you be knocking it. I told you after what you said. And you, That's pretty goddamn she good. Wasn't, she wasn't happy how you been talking about her cooking, bro. So. You told what? <laughs> Dude, I'm doing that every night. Look, microwave and shit's not serious. Bro, you you can't be chef bro you prep, you prep me, you, you prep me on for the week, man, and you throw that stuff in the you, microwave. Bro. Right? Hell yeah! <laughs> I just opened a can of ravioli, dumping in a bowl. I prepped it because I set it aside Monday. 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know what I'm saying? I'll mix it up. I got a little beefaroni. I got some uh, uh, raviolis and then beefaroni. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much how you do what, bro? Does anybody like radishes, bro? That's pretty much how I do it, bro. And if Jessica, if, Je, if, Je, if, Je, if Jessica can hear me, bro, she needs to get back in the kitchen and work on her craft, bro. Because rumor, rumor has it, rumor has it. I mean, I'm not gonna say no names. You know who told me this information, Chris? But uh, life, bro. rumor has it she can't cook at all, bro, all and time, she orders yeah. everything before you get home from work, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. Facts, bro. Facts, but she better have her PPE on right now. <laughs> she almost, she almost got fired the other day. Oh, my God, she almost got fired and she almost quit at the same exact time. <laughs> fucking time because uh, I you telling me. this whole PPE thing, where they want these nurses and medical assistants and, 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 and doctors to wear these full face shields and gowns and everything all day. Even when there isn't any presence of any ill patients or anything like that, um, it would get kind of old to me. Um, uh, I would say they don't work. So it's a fact that these masks don't work. I if think you got to go through that extra shit, the mask apparently don't work. Because if the mask was enough, then you wouldn't need anything else. But if the masks work, yeah, um, like they say they do, you don't need certain, all this extra uh, shit. There's some facilities that are going to be closing up or, or um, not accepting ill patients. And she's going to have to get ready to start dealing with all these ill patients because of these facilities. Like these extra facilities they opened up for COVID, they're shutting down. I mean, they can't afford to fund these places anymore. So they're shutting down. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have to start dealing with all these people. And that's why she has to wear the extra PPE. Uh, they're, just, they're just getting them uh, used to that system when these people do come in. They're already used to wearing all this stuff. They're already acclimated. Yeah, so that, 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 I see that point. I... Yeah, but when there isn't any patients in the building and you're not it's dealing still got to be a goddamn pain in the required. ass to fucking deal with though bad enough you got to do the work why you yeah why do you have to wear it mask okay i guess and oh, it's right. crazy she's got to go through that meanwhile you watch the tv pulling strings and making controlling all of us like fucking puppets you do what you I tell you to do, or you're going to get fucking nope. fined, yeah. or you're going to get fucking fired. Nope. Sometimes you know I mean? customers, man, the customers, yeah, dude, the customers no. that we deal with is crazy. You got to go in somebody's house, though. Yeah. OSHA. Well, like, when, my, when we when we do our <laughs> jobs, we keep a mask yeah. in our pocket because we don't know, uh, you know what I mean? Customer. No, OSHA's not going to come out there. I'm talking as far as like the... Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, well, We've had... We, yeah, you got to yeah. deal with people. My you shit. I mean? The so, pressure yeah, you works and stuff. yourselves and you want to protect them. Plus, you don't look very good. Yeah, so we keep it We keep it with us. As a businessman, approaching somebody yeah. knowing you should be wearing a mask right now. So, so it just looks more... Yeah, yeah. Your part. Hey, bud, I just hit 100 houses today, but I want you to be the 101th 
person today. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, but sir, where's your mask? Well, legend has it. Legend has it. And the dedication. This man, this man is still handing out flyers right now. It don't matter. Take, <laughs> take this door hanger and shut up. Take this door hanger. Listening. Don't worry about my mask. I'll yeah, throw that eating you, bitch. fat bastard. No, Lance is jerking yeah, off. Yeah, I'm, I'm about. Yeah, I gotta eat. I still got laundry. I got put that in the dryer, and I'm gonna head out. I need out, to, man. I'm fucking hungry. It's seven o'clock. Are you going out with your girl? Nah, I'm going out with. I, I gotta do some studies, so I'm gonna. Drink some tea and do some studies. Are you fucking adding all this into one? Oh, yep. No, it's all into one. Yeah. Are you rolling all this shit minutes. into one? Hour like, and 40. Two separate podcasts? Yep. Oh. Yeah. Bro, we're setting yeah. records. It's the longest right. one yet, bro. The let first me, two are only, what, 58 minutes long? 50 some minutes long? We're right. setting records, right. bro. We're smashing so, the fucking record uh, board. Few years ago, uh, special training. You guys, because like last year or the year before that, I don't know. Time flies, you know. Uh, we, I did Cobra Gold, and I was in Thailand. I was training with this military and their military and stuff like that, and working with the army. And that was fun. But before that, we had the Brit. We had we're working with the I don't know special forces or just the British Army or whatever. Uh huh. And apparently, they're allowed to smoke weed. So there's the, Br- the British Army or something like that, or maybe it was just tobacco. They're just joking, but yeah, I, I think it was a bunch of gay dudes in an alleyway to convince. Lance, that they were part of the British Army. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> but <laughs> we were like drinking and chilling every night for while we were there for that special. And uh, one of the like our staff NCOs came over and they're like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And like, "Oh, they're like now nah, we're just joking." So it was pretty cool. And then like one of my friends, he's very. He's very America, like patriotic. He, he, very patriotic. Yeah. So, dude, British dude, and he's basically he looks like fucking Captain Price, but just the mustache. It's a beautiful mustache, it's like Jesus' hair. And he walks over to his, and he was just like, "Let me, let me touch your beard." <laughs> and he was like, "He was like, what?" And like, imagine. Kind of fat dude, <laughs> but also kind of like big. Um, put his palm on your mustache and just push down. And he was just like, "No, let me touch your face." And he away from me, and he pushes him away. And they started fighting, and we're holding him back and stuff. Like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, "Let me touch your, let me touch your beard." I want to touch your fucking beard. <laughs> we're just, we're just plastered. We're just drunk, and he's like to the top. Weird. And the one dude's like, shut up, you fucking hick. And he was like, oh, yeah? Okay, watch this. So, like, we're all, like, all the way to the third floor of, like, this barracks area. So, he walks over to the vending machine, goes, walks down to the first floor, pulls out his credit card, swipes it, buys an Arizona iced tea, walks all the way back to the third floor. And he was like, you know what, you British fuck? Watch this. Remember this? Does, does this remember you something? Cracks open the team. Just dumb. Remember this Boston Tea Party bastard? 
And you're like, oh! <laughs> 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 this is not a funny thing. That's how you kick a fucking flight off. Oh, yeah, man. that shit was funny as fuck. They're cool dudes. That's fucking awesome. Oh man. shit! No shit, your fucking Boston Tea Party. And I'm still gonna touch your fucking beard. <laughs> 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 All right, that's me. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting. Hey, y'all. Oh, shit. Who's all getting on tonight? I'm about to hop on soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brothers. All right. I am. See y'all, my comrades, bro. I'm getting to eat something. I'll be doing. <laughs> I'll have to say it back, bro. <laughs> we can't make a strong connection unless everyone says they love each other, bro. <laughs> Alright, guys. No, no, no. That's too easy. You didn't let me. I love you guys. Bro. I love you. There you go. I love you, bro. I love you, I love you. Lance, I love you. Austin, Wait, I fucking love you, bro. Chris, fucking love you, bro. Joe, I fucking love you, bro. Wait, yeah, I love myself, fucking, bro. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, see ya. Oh, I'd see you, boys. Hard, bro. Always. See ya.